Hey everybody, this is your co-host Jason Madden. Welcome to the Doing the Thing podcast where we do just that. Doing the thing to help you overcome procrastination and build a legacy of wealth and success in your relationships, career, and business. Hope you enjoy the show. We are reasonably well considering, man. It's freezing here again today. It was 89 yesterday. It's, I don't know, 63 today. I don't think the weather can figure out what it wants to do. Wait, 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 hold, hold, hold it. You, you live in California, right? Oh, I should have known this was coming. Uh, all right, all right. I don't, I don't need to speak further then. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know, I was... Moving uh, on, moving on. Yeah, get, get him into my Facebook feed before today's call. All my friends in Ohio are posting like, you know, a foot of snow. So I guess I should shut up now. <laughs> How thoughtless of you. <laughs> How thoughtless. How thoughtless. It's chilly over here in Albuquerque, too. You know, high 50s, low 60s. <laughs> That's, uh, yeah. yeah well, you're, you've got some elements. I mean, right? I, yeah, um, I'm going to black off for a few minutes because I, because you know what? I, I like you guys so much that I'm not going to let you see me do this. Oh, I can't see. <laughs> yeah, so I don't. I don't want you to see me do this. <laughs> <laughs> we didn't see a thing, did we, Jason? <laughs> yeah. yeah, I, I was saw it all. I, will let, I, I was I'll actually let. able to screen grab that. That's going to be the the podcast thumbnail. And you know what? I'm going to call it. Don't bite off more than you can chew. A psychological approach to being an entrepreneur. There you go. There you go. I, hey, look, I, I'm, like I'm a, I always turn it into a business opportunity. Um, <laughs> that was damn impressive. 101, man. You did yeah. that on the fly, too. That was damn impressive. Uh, hey, you know what? You know how America functions. You know, one, we're in a country that likes, that, that's, I think is so miserable sometimes that so, another human being being more miserable than them brings them an ounce of joy. So I figure, why not make money off of that, you know? I don't mind it. <laughs> There you I'm go. Just, I'm just being real. So, mm. the cool thing is, Phil had that recorded too. So, mm. so we can use that. Cool. <laughs> Excellent. Excellent. Like I said, I don't mind. You know what? You have to understand something. You may laugh at me on the outside, but when that $6,000 comes on the inside to that bank account, I shall be ha haing. <laughs> All the way to the bank. <laughs> Amen to that. See, so, the, go ahead. Why only two ha ha's? Why not three ha ha ha? Just out of curiosity. Hmm. Why not? It's always about so, laughing. Hmm. So, what do you guys think about doing this series and kind of turning it into um, accumulation at the end where we're doing this seminar, you know, this live webinar? either in the Facebook group or turn it into a LinkedIn live, that'll kind of take us a little bit because we get the approval to get live access. But, you know, what do you guys think about all that? I, I couldn't agree more. I, I think that's a great way to grab the audience. Um, I think it's also a great way to kind of segment them to, um, to learning from getting that aha moment. Because I think too often is that, you know, we do – all the media then stop and then do the webinar. And you know, in that little 10 minutes of time, I'm busy. I got to go to work. 
I got a baby to take care of. You know, in, you know, human beings have very short attention spans. So, yeah, I say definitely that bridge is just brilliant. That's a brilliant thing, Jason. I'm, I'm all for it. Yeah, and we can record it. The only downside is, guys, I don't think we have good dynamics between us. It's, you know, no, no, no it does suck. conversation. I mean, if we could work on that, I'd, I'd be appreciative. <laughs> <laughs> we need to get along a little bit better. Yeah. Oh, I'm Sam. Yeah, let's see. Um, I didn't think I cussed too much, but. No, oh, fuck no. Um, <laughs> <laughs> But what I was going to say is, <laughs> oh, I'm having to de- cut that one out. I mean, at the front side, I'm going to put it at the front. Um, <laughs> so we could record this webinar so we can like kind of get these things, these little snippets out of it, and we can repurpose that content. And we could turn that into 60, 70 pieces of content across the board. And then we're, and we're not like coming up with stuff off the cuff uh, in the Facebook group. We're just repurposing this content and putting it out there forever. <laughs> <laughs> what, what is that you're having? That looks good, man. Is that ramen? A shrimp and pasta fettuccine. Shrimp and, um, shrimp and chicken pasta fettuccine. Oh, with, you're having uh, a fancy lunch. Ooh, yeah, I that's do. a really fancy lunch. I do. And you know what? Hey, you know what? She, the woman I married, cooked for me, and I, I can't get enough of it. I'm, I'm a, this is my third bowl. Beautiful. In, in the same day? Because <laughs> if it was, <laughs> yeah, exactly. I would be like running for hours if this was. <laughs> My wife made uh, grilled tuna sandwiches last night, and I was like, I'm just going to have one. And then I, like, yeah. Yeah, I looked at it again. It's like, like I ate, like, like, like two of those big packs of tuna all, all in one night. <laughs> I'm going to have mercury know, poisoning. <laughs> I don't even know why you lied to yourself. Like, you're supposed to be, in a, you're supposed to be a veteran, Jason. You except- I mean, come on, man. You 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 know exactly what those words crossed your lips. You were like, yeah, I'm lying. I did. Myself. I did. All I did was like nibble on the edge of one of the sandwiches and before I knew it, it was gone. The other one was gone. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Ain't like he was ain't like he was pregnant. Yeah. <laughs> dude, having twins. <laughs> dude, like I said, it's bulking season. <laughs> I got to feed the guns, man. Mm, mm, yeah. Mm. Dr. Leroy, before you joined the call, I was telling Jason that uh, you know the the Leonid showers were last night, right? And uh, uh-huh. the ideal viewing time in California was 3 a.m. So I actually, with my own mouth, of my own volition, said to my wife, hey, I'll set an alarm and get up with you. So we did. We got up at 3 a.m., um, oh. went out to our deck. We have a big observation deck. Mm-hmm. Put a blanket over my wife, and I told her, I'm starving. I got to go make heat up some of that onion soup I made for dinner last night. Mm. While I was gone, the only stars of the entire night that we saw shot across the sky, and she saw them, and I came back out, and she's like, I saw two already. That was it. <laughs> and I went to bed. <laughs> awesome. Mm. Onion, the onion soup, boy, that'll get you every night. Yep, yep. No, no sidetrack. Uh I had a couple of other wins this uh this kind of, this past couple of weeks since we've we've chatted. Okay. Started a um, 
started my own networking group in Albuquerque called Success Champions Networking and already have some paid members and uh, probably have that group up to about 10 local Albuquerque business owners here in the next week or so. We, we, we do it every Friday. So, that was awesome. Bro. Yeah, oh, yeah. So, that was awesome. So, so big win. Didn't think, um, didn't think anybody would show up, but they did. <laughs> it's all about that that Facebook group marketing, man. <laughs> Way to make the rest of us feel like slackers, Jason. Dude, get on it. Get your shit together. <laughs> well, we are talking about somebody who was in the army for a living. So, I mean, um, I don't care if we climb mountains or climb Mount Everest or put together a steel boat, we're always going to be second to Jason. That's just like, and I I realize, no, no, I bow to it. I mean, I just got three degrees, but you know, Jason actually fought more. So I got three of them up there. (laughs) See, now you made me feel more bad. Oh man, I should have shut my mouth. (laughs) I mean, I mean, look, that's like, that's like me trying to fight Mike Tyson. So it is prime. I don't know if you all saw that video of Mike. But, uh, man, at 53 years old, you would have thought you would fight this 18. He actually turned wow. into a tiger. Instead of owning a tiger, he now is a tiger. Yeah. Hey, you know, <laughs> more, more like Mufasa. He's more like a lion. He's got the scar <laughs> the eye and the tattoo. <laughs> and, and what happens when you make old men mad, right? See, oh, young, young old men will sit there. with it. Yeah, young. When you're younger, you seem to have. Yeah, let's fight. Let's box. See, Jason, like you getting your age. Look, I gotta put you down in at least like 13 seconds. I got something to do. <laughs> you're not gonna stand there and box nobody. My nap's coming up, man. Phillip, Phillip's time. even less. <laughs> Philip be like, "Hey, let me pull out this 38. <laughs> you, you'll, you'll fight. This. I'll let you fight this." <laughs> I've done kickboxing for a lot of years. What I've come to realize at 58 years old is I have about seven seconds of wild fury in me. And if you can survive those seven seconds, <laughs> pretty much it's going to be over on my end. It's not even quite a rodeo. It's not even eight seconds. <laughs> seven. He said, he said seven seconds. And that, and you know what? That'll probably be the longest seven seconds of a human being's life. Let me tell you. you <laughs> yeah, be, fury. Be, that includes at least five seconds of running around in a circle away from my opponent. So, well, <laughs> uh, there you go. So two seconds of four. <sighs> okay. I can put my camera on. I, I finished my meal. Yum yum. You got a little. Uh, <clears throat> a little, a little oh, oh, do I? <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> no, it's just salt and pepper, but that's my bad. <laughs> hopefully, hopefully more pepper than salt, but okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, love it. God, I love you. Uh, it's fifteen minutes, and we've talked about a lot, so we got a lot done for the podcast. Um, very productive and stuff, from kickboxing to onion soup to. You know, uh, to eating a lot, to uh, Jason showing off his guns. So I said we progressed. I, I think. Yeah, I mean that's a full episode. <laughs> and it is. It is. You can learn a lot from that. You can learn a lot. I think so. I think so. It looks like why am I even here? <laughs> Look at his face. <laughs> like why? Why? Just, just why? Oh man. So uh, a lot of banner on on the Facebook groups, man. I I think Jason, that's the best thing you came up with. Uh, We're really starting to tackle some serious issues as I wanted. Um, I just didn't want the Facebook group to be just another, Hey, exciting post. I'll just read it and move on with my life. I mean, I'm really content quality. Yeah. 
I'm trying to get people to really think about this franchise ownership thing, man, because, you know, I really was pushing back against just that fear of owning a business um, versus actually saying, you know what, I want to be in control of my own money. Um, so I, I want to start posting uh, like that South Park thing. Uh, Philip, did you get a chance to watch that? I know Jason did. That <laughs> was hilarious. <laughs> I love South Park, man. Yeah, it's sad, they but they teach so many good lessons. They do. They, they do. really, they really do. It's like they expose stuff, but it's like you really think about it. <laughs> it's, yeah, it's, it's, you yeah. really think so. Um, so that's Between... one theory. Between um, what's his name's dad's big balls and the weed business, and then the the okay. Amazon, <laughs> that Amazon thing. I mean, they're teaching. They up. really are. I, I remember one episode when they. Uh, I don't know if you do. You remember uh, what is it? World World of Witchcraft or World of Warcraft? Warcraft, yeah. World of Warcraft, and they had this guy sit in his chair. He was fat and obese, and you know, you, you, you could tell like he was making fun of those top parkers, making fun of those gamers, and then the. Guy, <laughs> the standing there went down to Blizzard Entertainment, and they, they told him about this guy who just kills people on the internet. You know, kills the characters. And he said, "We saw that he has no life. How can he <laughs> yes. kill something that has no life?" <laughs> <laughs> I was turning so red. Oh, <laughs> I can't. I can't with South Park. <laughs> oh man, nobody <laughs> from them. Nobody. Oh man. That's why, you know, I don't even know if I want to be famous. I don't want to be a South Park target. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you know, you know, us, uh, we three, like, we blow this up and we're on stage and stuff. And <laughs> you see Jason and Philip and Leroy draw like South Park characters. As long as they don't give me the Canadian look. <laughs> 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 the, Harris Terrence oh. and Philip is off limits, man. <laughs> oh man, I tell you, I, I oh I, I haven't watched it in a long time though, but I was watching clips of it. Oh, like when Cartman went to when they all went to Halloween and they dressed up like the Avengers. They thought, I think you know what episode I'm talking about. They dressed yes. up like the Avengers and the guy said, Iron Man. We said it was Iron Man Thor. Um I forgot uh Iron Man Thor, I forgot the other one. Captain America. Captain America. <laughs> and he called Cartman what? <laughs> Bruce Blammer. <laughs> Bruce Blammer. <laughs> Bruce Blammer. He called him a, bee, a green obese patient. <laughs> the green obese patient. <laughs> Oh, oh, oh anyway. anyway. Oh, God. <laughs> anyway, but I want to put clips like that because I think I think it's starting to attract more viewers. Like, I, I, you know, we, we laugh and joke like all the time. And I say all the time, we've been together 50 something years, but we laugh and joke so much. I think that's going to be much more attractive to get people to kind of settle down and listen to us. And uh, I can tell you all the interesting concept I had with Jen. Jen Radistitz. Oh, uh, no, yeah, yeah. yeah, we actually took, yeah, we actually took a con conversation offline because you remember that dialogue that we had. Um, excuse me, that dialogue that we had um, uh, about her financial career, and I told how to break it down, like what kind of clients would you be after, what kind, 
groceries you should be thinking about. We had a really good conversation. She's awesome, too. She is. She's, she's a pepper. She said she kept saying, oh, Dr. Simpson, you can always take, you can take my personality and you can take how I am. I said, you know what? I've dealt with far worse. <laughs> Trust me. I mean, I was called everything but a child of God. So you, 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 you ain't that peppery, but I can see the kind of no nonsense approach that takes. And, you know, which is part of the issue is that when we go into business, we want to be everything to everybody. Hence the term Walmarting and Amazoning. Thank you. I was wondering where that was, where it came from. I saw that you did a video on it, but that video, I think you took it down. So I didn't get a chance to watch the whole video. Yeah. That's a huge problem. I think another fear factor of going into business is like, you know, if you, if you want to go in a septic tank business, right. And, Obviously, everybody's toilet ain't going to be broke every day. So how do you supplement that income? And even so, why are you worried about supplementing income? Because, again, you want to you want to unclog the governor's toilet. You want to unclog hotel toilets. You want to unclog residential. You want to unclog camp toilets. You're trying to be everything to everybody, which is a doom to fail business, because it's like unlike Walmart and Amazon, where people come to them. When was the last time have you seen Amazon ever advertise? Well, Walmart, for that matter, they've never advertised anymore. We don't need to. We we already have people to us like Zom because you're gonna buy something that we have. Obviously, oh, tires, cars, books, lampshades, groceries, gro- groceries um, car car oil, wallpaper, light bulbs, TVs. Like like we all have that. And I think the the challenge for business owners is like well. I want to do that too. And it's like, well, you don't have those Walmart and Amazon luxury. Uh, you, you don't have everything for everybody, which is why franchising is good because you know what? You, you actually walk into a situation where the everybody, where the group has already been set. You don't really have it's already created. It's already created. You're just walking into it. You're investing into it like Warren Buffett does. I haven't seen Warren Buffett create a business model yet. He buys, he fires, he hires, and he runs, and he makes money. Yeah. Uh, So that's what I think is a good podcast up because I think we get rid of the premonition. You know, you're trying to be the world to the world, and that's we have. To, and I think that would alleviate fears because once you know who your target audience is, and you're able to define this person and create this person, bring this person to life, then you can relate. You can relate to them. like what you said, uh, lifestyle, uh, income. You know, if you meet that's somebody with those same goals, bada bing, you got a partner. Yeah. You, know, you don't have to hunt and peck and recruit and stuff. So I didn't want to take the chair. I just wanted to kind of put those bits, tidbits in there. So you're, talking about, uh, you're talking about developing personas for your business, uh, for your potential clients to your business, I should say. You're not exactly. everybody, everybody, but instead you define who is the audience that I'm trying to reach? Where do they live? What do they read? What do they drive? What's important to them? What are they trying to accomplish? And you speak in those terms and you go after that audience as opposed to everybody under the sun. Yeah, it makes sense. But and you but 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 you also have to fit it too. I mean, all those are good and demographics are good, but it's like I said, a, a deer would never sell to a wolf. I mean, wow. I'm sorry, uh, that just ain't gonna happen. That deer may glue fangs and have fur glue fur all over to it, but as soon as that wolf says, "You ain't you a deer," I, I'm gonna eat you. <laughs> and I mean, that's 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 just the way of the nature of the beast. So what I'm saying, but a wolf can sell to a wolf. So if if you open not even if you're doing a franchise where you like meat, I, I mean you're gonna have such an easy conversation 
with a group that likes meat. I mean, y'all both share meat. You can, you can, uh, you know, while you gnawing on a leg and the other one gnawing on a hoof, you can be like talking about world peace or, you know, so you know the Canadian. Yeah, exactly. Meat set recipes. I mean, I mean, exactly. It meets something <laughs> recipes, and I think that once see one we we in other words like the things I did with Jen. Jen needs to look for people like her because, I mean, 100%. you know. Jason, let, let's not let's be honest. Uh, it's like you in the army. I mean, I mean, you you dealt with drill sergeants before. You probably you know barked orders before. I mean, if you coach somebody that ain't used, that's not used to taking orders, well, you're wasting your time, and then they're wasting their money. So it's like you know you can go ahead and be and with Jen. It's, it's it was like you can you can't as a financial advisor, right? You can't tell somebody who loves to spend money. If you see a Rolls Royce in the driveway, but you're going up to a two bedroom apartment, you have no business talking to that person. Cause they ain't going to listen to you. No. They're just not. No. Um, they, you know, you can, and you know what? They need help the most. You know, the ones that don't go to the doctor are usually the ones that have the club, the obese belly or the, uh, the slow eye that, you know, crosses like this every <laughs> once in a while. And, and I'm saying, and the psychology behind that is you got to go after the ones that are going to be like, you know what, Jen, I like you. Let me listen to you. Mm-hmm. First and foremost, that is the number one building relationship conundrum that nobody seems to get past. It's like many financial advisors, there are a dime a dozen. I mean, I bet you, Jason, you can go out walking down the street right now and find 10. Um, but what separates them all? Like, what, what causes a client to be like, okay, all of you are here. What do you do? Uh, we all can solve your insurance problems. We all can invest oh. money for you. We all can put it in our IRA. Yay! And I'm like, no. <laughs> what's the point? No, like, like have, you, have you heard our episode with uh, Frank Biscoff? I haven't. He's a financial planner also in our group, but he has a really cool, you know, avatar, really cool niche where he really focuses on people with investments that are in alignment with their goals and values, like, like green, um, green projects or trash pickup, staying out of the oil industry and things like that. That's very unique for a financial advisor. We never heard of that. We had to actually put him on the show. We probably should put, but Jen on at some point too, because I, I know what she's doing with women that are kind of in her same demographic. And we talked about that before. And that's, you know, that's what draws you to somebody like that. Instead of like, I'm with Allstate, I'm with Aflac. Everybody's going to have that preconceived notion already. And I'm like, well, I've, I've met you before. Maybe not you, but I've met like 10 others of you, uh, you that are doing the same exact thing. Yeah. Well, it differentiates you. You met Allstate. And you know what? That's the, I blame that on a training. See, this is what separates business functions from business partners. When you have a business function, you go to like stuff in Northwestern Mutual, immediately what they train you to say, hi, I'm Leroy from Northwestern Mutual. What's your point? Yeah. <laughs> what's, <laughs> what's your point? Instead of the business teaching that, hi, I'm, you know what? I'm Leroy and uh, man, I just love to talk about uh, recruiting and finding people the right job. You know, mm-hmm. oh, really? You do, Leroy? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I like doing job assessments. And I sit down and you know what? I actually joined Northwestern Mutual to learn how to create good mm-hmm. uh, good cash flow options to help, uh, help help people own franchises. So when they're ready to just work this part-time job while they're building this franchise, I can use life insurance to kind of fund that. 
wow, yeah. Leroy, you can do that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Can I, can I like take 30 minutes to kind of show you how real quick? Sure. I only mentioned I was with Northwestern Mutual once and not any initial introduction. I, I could care less what, but again, you have these companies that just train, they churn and burn. You can tell in somebody's training when they churn and burn you, like they just throw you at a wall and hopefully you stick. They'll hire 50 advisors because they know 42 of them are going to drop out. Another three are going to get tired of the business and they end up with one. And I, I, let me tell you, let me ask you guys this because I, I really want to get your opinion. Do you, don't you hate when people try to recruit you by saying, watch this five minute video and then email me. <laughs> oh, wow. Yes. I don't have time for that. I almost have oh, time for that. Oh, Jesus. Me, my. Yeah, I've, got, I've, got, I've got about fill time. I've got about seven seconds tops. <laughs> oh, my <laughs> God. Figure that out. <laughs> tell it tell me in seven seconds. Oh, my God. That burns my biscuits so bad. <laughs> like, <laughs> so are you really? Are you really like my and this shit actually works? Like, like, like I want to so bad go to the office and be like, for the love of Christ, just call people. Yeah. Just just study people. Just just build relationships with people. people that are that that dying oh. with real human interaction. People that, are dying for it. Oh and, my God. I mean, yeah. Like I'm going through second phase of uh, another phase of lockdown here in Albuquerque. Yeah, so this is my second lockdown in eight months because I started the lockdown over Massachusetts, right? So now it's lockdown again here in Albuquerque. But people are, they're getting blasted all over the place with shitty news about the election, shitty news about the pandemic. Um, and then they got all these people trying to sell them shit all, all day long. They just want to turn the noise off. And if you're able to connect with them at a better level, like a human being, you're you're well above, you're well in front of the competition, well in front of them. But you think they know that by now? And that's another thing I want to do, kind of an idea podcast on. Right, go for the human connection. Stop trying to sell the company. Mm -hmm. Northwest, we all know Northwestern Mutual exists. Their, their headquarters is in Milwaukee. Northwestern Mutual should be the absolute last part of your damn conversation. Matter of fact, it should be on your business card. Like if you really want to be freaking smooth, you say, hey. There's my name and number and email. Call me. Let me do the research. Now, this is a this is a cool conversation that we can get into because there's brand recognition there at some point. Right. And that's why a lot of people look at franchises for is for brand recognition. But oftentimes we find people going into franchises that are more so emerging brands and not even really recognized because they provide that system and that value to you as a business owner to help you propel you in the right direction. Right. Northwestern, those insurance companies, they are not franchises. They're not federally regulated by the, the FTC like a franchise will be. They have disclosure documents, all that kind right. of stuff. Right. They just, like you said, they churn out agents because it doesn't cost them anything. But on the upside, if say an agent does somehow do well, they're going to win. So they're going to win no matter what. In, in a franchise, they only win if you win. They only win, like if you go into a franchise and you do poorly, it's going to cost them just as much money as it costs you, if not more. So it's in their best interest to make sure that you're learning this kind of stuff that we're talking about. So not a lot of people know, but Phil and I belong to a franchise called the Entrepreneur Source. And Entrepreneur Source is something that's been around for a really long time, but you don't recognize that name. And what I like about it is because it offers that system. 
and it offers something that you know you typically wouldn't get uh, from anybody like an insurance company or um, financial advising company or something like that. And one of the things that I've been learning through you know my own community within the Entrepreneur Source, we coach each other, we teach each other, we train each other, is not to use that name as often and to not just come into somebody's doors like, I'm an entrepreneur source coach, work with me. Because yeah. that's not what works. So, so what I've developed was, you know, I'm just going to give you my personal pitch. So my goal is to contribute to the success of others and to make a positive impact in their lives. I do that by helping others to and take ownership of their career. Not once do I say franchising, not once do I say the entrepreneur source, but it probably ha- gives you a lot of questions to give me. Wow. That was beautiful. Yeah, you, I just, you, can't even, you can't even argue. <laughs> tingles, man. Yeah, tingles. Well, you know, uh, it's interesting. When we abandon this uh, ill-conceived idea that calling people 20, 50, 100 per hour and pitching our services on the hopes that they'll say yes, tell me more, and instead talk to a human being, Listen, what are you trying to accomplish, right? What's important to you? Where, look out on the horizon, you know, even three, five years down the road, where do you want to be? You know, what are your income, lifestyle, wealth, and equity goals? And could we use those as a lens to view things with together and see if the things that we look at together shine through that lens? And if they do and they resonate, it's a good direction for you to go. But let's do the exploration, right? And tell me more about you and, you know, what has made you successful and all those things. You're right. And especially now in lockdown and San Diego's facing one as well. Um, it can get kind of isolated in here. This is my office. Yeah. Alone every day. Yeah. <laughs> it's empty and echoey. <laughs> Ever since I put the wood floors in, it's kind of echoey. I think I can go. Jason, I think I can go. Ha, 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 ha. Ch, ch, ch. <laughs> you should get yourself a nice carpet. <laughs> a throw <laughs> Man, so it is about all about really building relationships. Uh, it's all about really reaching out to people and let, let's just forget the business that existed. But you know what you all are doing, and this is why I love being in this group. It's like you know, if I'd learned years ago, like, you know, why do I want to make business art? Yes, I want to sell pomegranates with uh, cocktail swords on top of them. <laughs> so? <laughs> Who cares? Yeah, I mean, how do you, how do you pitch that? <laughs> how do you, uh, you know, this is how. Hi, Jason. W- would, you, would you like to buy a pomegranate with a sword in the middle of it? <laughs> <laughs> and look at your reaction. <laughs> yeah, but I got to push back on you here. We all remember the pet rock. Oh. Uh, I mean. That was, uh, that was useful, though. That could was. be a friend. <laughs> That's a conversation piece. <laughs> <laughs> but it, it is. It is a conversation plea. But everybody has this dream. And you know what? It all comes from schooling. It's like, I want to be a fi- I mean, little do the, I mean, little do we know they were actually making employees when they put us through school. Like, on what? Oh, we can't have you on anything. Are you crazy? Mm-hmm. Go and work for Ernest and Young or 
Go, go work for a Pfizer. You know, that's what we want you to be. We want you to be a training and development supervisor. Or we want you to be a vice president of what? operations. So when you look at your dreams, did you ever think that you'd be anywhere close to what you are today? It was probably firefighter, superhero, action film star. But no one, everyone will always tell you when you're going through public schools, like, get that shit out of your head. That's not going to happen. Let's be practical. Right. And have something that's going to sustain you. And that's how you create employees. Exactly. Nobody goes to school, Jason. You know what, Jason? Don't you wish your teacher would say, don't you want to be rich, wealthy? Don't you want to, don't you want to travel been, the world? That would appeal to me, yeah. I mean, seriously. <laughs> I mean, it's like we, we don't think at all about that. No, and, and we're not taught that. We're, we're, we're taught to look at all these professions. But see, the 1% is like, uh, you know, I bet you, you know, Rich Daddy was like, Dad, they want to be a firefighter. Shut your mouth. Don't you ever speak that in this house again. Yeah. What's wrong with you? What, You're going to be wealthy for the rest it. of your life? No. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Do you want a, do you want a 401k? You know, do wow. you want a mortgage? <laughs> <laughs> so, that's, but we're not, that's but we, we, we are in this mindset, but very few of us escape. I mean, it's like you are... Man, I don't know. They got a bunch of movies like that show the rat wit race and stuff, and a bunch of memes. And but we we can't get out of that thinking. That's why people are so fearful to step out on their own because what? They're under the safety, the the, the yeah the failure, and the safety and guise of a job. And we don't know how jobs are safe in uh, 2020. Yeah, you'll have that job forever. Don't don't lay it off. Don't, don't don't even give it a second thought. You'll you'll never be laid off. You'll never be reduced. Uh, the company will never say, uh, oh, Jason, it's like 9.30 at 10 o'clock. We want to come see you. Jason, we no longer leave you. But why? I've been with the company for 20 years. And you cost too much. So uh, You're expensive. Yeah, you're too expensive. You know, we got to load, load our balance sheet. You know, I wish they, when they lay off people, they just show on the balance sheet, do a accounting presentation to say, this is how much money we're saving. Look, even I would be like, Thank, you know what? Thank you. It's a business thing. I understand. Okay? Yeah. But yeah, they don't have to sugarcoat it and lie. Exactly. <laughs> we we never ever ever get that. Like I said, that what is it called? Like I want to get used to saying that income, lifestyle, wealth, and equity. Equity. Income, lifestyle, wealth, and equity. That should be a course in high school. It should. Yeah, that's a good idea. I'm not even lying to you. I would invite high schoolers to actually in the 12th grade to think about, look, d- d- damn the make college major. And I'm not saying don't go to college. Like I said, I have three degrees and I don't regret getting them because you know what? I wanted to be a psychologist when I got out of, um, you know, when I got out of college, that's what I wanted to do. But, you know, to be, to be in business, don't be in business. I would say learn one thing, learn money. Learn money. Learn how to get the things that you want without spending as much money like you know what well, you got people paying five and six dollars for coach purses but but other people will pay five or six hundred for a coach purse <laughs> i mean what is it that you do to ensure that you live your life because i think we're so worried about tomorrow and we're about being promoted and i was in that same funk i was so worried about a title that i totally forgotten how to actually live day by day what about the what about that fifteen hundred dollars i mean i could be called you know, uh, prostitute janitor. But if you look at my <laughs> bank account, 
<laughs> you look at my bank account, and it's like, you know, I make $12,000 a day. Pay whatever expenses and still Call come me what you with. want. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and you know what we're thinking about? I'm thinking about, you know what, the hardest choice, you know, Jason be like, damn, should I go to France or should I go to Spain? Shit. That should be. God yeah. damn. Like, I can't decide. It's not instead of do I pay for the light bill or do I go buy groceries? That's when it's too late. It's too late. Yeah. Doesn't mean you can't get out of that, but man, no one should ever, nobody in America should ever have to be in that position. Yeah, but when you got industrialism and you, the 1% have figured it out, like, how can I get your, and you know, I hate to say it candidly, but how can I get your dumbass that don't want to know nothing or want to be a title or want to be a doctor or a lawyer? How can I get you to work for my law firm? Well, I can have you push work 60 hours a week while I'm sitting on my behind after every law meeting because I'm a partner with the owner. And the biggest thing I got to worry about is uh, should I wear a blue suit or a black suit? And if I ever go to trial, it's a big deal. How can I get your entry level? You know what? Then that's the trap. That's trap words. Entry level. Mm-hmm. That's the mm-hmm. biggest job trap word ever. Oh, big time. How can I get you to build my business? And even with franchising, but with franchising is different though. Like, okay. This is my name on this too, so I'm gonna teach you how to do this right. <laughs> you start out as a partner. <laughs> you start out. You start out as you know, a seat at the table. You're not making all the decisions, but you influence them. But who wants that anyway? It's like, together. it's like, give me the plan. Give me the plan. Give me the mo- give me the plan. Give me the money. I don't care what you do in the ballroom. <laughs> that ain't my problem. I don't want power of people. I just want. Eleven thousand four hundred and fifty-six dollars to be hitting my ACH every every Friday or every other Friday. I, you can have the rest, and then the biggest thing about that is that once you get enough money to actually, you know, get your and I'm gonna practice this: your income, lifestyle, wealth, and equity in line. Got it. You know, once you get those three in line, then we teach you investment. Then we like see, to this call it the illwe for short, man. It's called that an illwe. An illwe. Okay, an illwe. When you get your illwe down, Pat, then you can get make investments and have the rest of the ones who want to be a doctor and a lawyer and a policeman and a firefighter. How come nobody ever says accountant? Or chief always forget about accountants. And nobody ever wanted to be an accountant <laughs> when they grow up. Nobody. <laughs> well, you know, you know? It's, it's interesting. Um, people tend to be focused on the first word in that sequence, and that's income. And, yeah, and they when start you're in right the wage market, right? When you're in the job market, you're looking at income and saying, I used to make 110, this job's gonna pay me 125, boom, right? Um, and you make concessions for that, usually in the wage market, right? It's, you know, I've got a one hour commute, I've got a boss I don't particularly like, but they're paying me 125 a year, I need also, to go I'm coming home with this week. company phone. Yeah, company phone. I've got some benefits. And don't get me wrong. Those things are important. And for some, that's the right world for them to live in, right? But we do forget lifestyle, like being able to be home with our families on weekends or nights or even for lunches, right? Working remotely. Yeah. More importantly, entrepreneurship is a multiplier, right? We don't get into entrepreneurship to just make income. We don't get in to make that 125 that we did last year and the year prior. We get in to build that to 200 and 300. And we do that through our active participation, right? Our skill sets and how we apply them. And it's not about the passions. It's about uh, the craftsmanship of how we apply what we apply. That creates right. the building factor. And then at the end of the day, 
there's an equity picture involved, a potential saleable asset that you, that you hold, that you've developed, that you've had an active hand in. Um, but what sometimes happens, and it's interesting, we've all been uh, reading about not chasing your passion and why perhaps that's an argument to have. And I always tell the story of Margie and Max who make a great chili, right? <laughs> right. You're friends with Margie and Max like and you go to their house <laughs> and they make this phenomenal chili and you're like, you should open up a chili restaurant. They're like, yeah, yeah, I love making chili. I'm really good at it. I'm going to open a chili restaurant. Well, most of what they do once they open that business has less to do about making chili and more to do about marketing and pricing and training and people development and yes. you know, following yeah. regulations and standards, right? Yeah. And all those other things. Um, but the other thing is that a passion can become a chore when it's done 12 hours a day, six, seven days a week too. You turn it into a job. Turn it into it work. Job. Yeah. Yep. That's if just like, um, yeah, yeah, exactly. It, it, and that's just like when people go into franchising too, that can happen at the same time. You know, someone can come up to me and be like, I really like Subway sandwiches. So I need to open up a Subway. Like, oh, what do you like to do? Oh, I like to go out and play golf and I like to have networking meetings and I like to talk to a lot of people and I like to travel. Where in that goes into your Subway business? <laughs> But then I like to eat Subway sandwiches. But then you like to eat Subway sandwiches, maybe on the golf course. So maybe we should look at something that gives you a little bit more flexibility to work with people in that capacity instead of being locked into a brick and mortar, a restaurant with perishable you know, goods, your perishable inventory. Yes, that's going to drive you mad. Oh, it's funny, dude. So in our inventory, we work with about 170 companies. And in our inventory is a brand that, I just never wanted to show, and I'll tell you why. It's called Redbox Plus, and it's literally a porta potty business that's attached to a dumpster for construction sites. And I'm like, best business ever, I think. <laughs> I can't. Zach Butler knows what he's doing. <laughs> I'm like, I can't. I had this preconceived notion, like I can't talk about a crap, a poop business. You know, I just can't. <laughs> I can't talk about a poop business with my clients. And, came down one day to a guy I was working with that wanted an absentee investment strategy. And I was running out of things to think about. And I'm like, all right, I'm going to talk about the poop business. And this is what he said to me. He's like, I've been looking into that already. That's incredibly lucrative. That's a great business model. I can't wait to learn more about that thing. And I'm like, it's a poop business. But the point of that story is it doesn't matter what the business is if it's accomplishing income, lifestyle, wealth, and equity goals for you, it becomes be a, a vehicle at you, right? Yeah. That's what we're talking about. Poo is gold. Dude, seriously. <laughs> Everybody gold. poos. Everybody poos. <laughs> Maybe that might be one thing that Walmart or Amazon, um, but even then you specialize in it because there's dog poo, cat poo, mm -hmm. human poo, kangaroo poo. Bird poo. Yeah, and all we, we used did. to work with a franchise that specialized in dog cleanup. And but that's the thing. It's like, yeah, I'll, I, you know what? That's the thing. I don't care if you call me poop scooper or poo head or whatever you want to call me. Again, what it's about, it is about securing your future. I I, I can't lie to you. I, you know what? Growing up. And, and studying IO psychology as much as I have been, I've seen employees, more so leaders, 
I mean, yeah, you're the vice president, you're the chief human resources officer, but how happy are you? You've got a company car and a company phone. Do you know what that means in code? A, you're always available. <laughs> B, you better be available. Yeah. I mean, to me, I just can't imagine wanting that type of life. You know, I got to thank my wife for this because you know what? When I when we first got married, I used to always be about titles. Yeah, I want to be the 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 the, the uh, utility services manager. I want to be you know a vice president one day. And she looked at me and said, "Why are you aiming so low?" I said, "What do you Ooh. mean?" Ooh. I said, "She's a smart lady. You have a doc. You have a doctorate. You got all this knowledge, and you want to limit yourself." And you know what? It took me, and I'm not, I'm not kidding you, it took me 10 years to finally figure out what she was talking about. I mean, I had a sense of it, and I dipped out of business in and out, but now I'm like, why am I limiting myself? They have a whole earth out there that I can just do business in and create business in or partner business in, and I don't even have to worry about it. Like, you know what? Honestly, screw a passion. I mean, if I wanted to make ice cream a passion, I would make it just then. I'll give it for you know what? Let me tell you, Jason. Dare I say, if it's so passionate, do it for free. If if you like it so much, go out there and do it for free. Don't charge anybody anything. If your passion is to dig holes, go your butt out there and dig some holes. <laughs> if you want to start a garden as a passion, great. Go out there and get the seeds, the water. Don't charge anybody for your peppers, your pumpkins, your apples. Don't charge anybody. See, that passionate stuff is a bunch of malarkey because, I think so. you know what? Because it's your passion, first of all. It's your passion. And second of all, no, do you know why a lot of people struggle with their passion? Because other people don't agree that or not as passionate as you are about your passion. Back to my uh, pomegranate with a sword, with a... Uh, my, um, a, a sword in, in, in beloved. Hey, Jason, I'm so passionate about this pomegranate with a sword. Do, do you want? Do you want it? <laughs> <laughs> this might be only if you're making salsa or or juice out of that thing. But you know what? <laughs> Why you didn't get excited? You should. This is my passion. You should be just like me. You should be so excited that I want a pomegranate. I want to sell pomegranates with uh, cocktail swords in them. And and but. But again, that's not our fault, though, because we're, we're, we grow up wanting to hang on to something because our parents have taught us that, too. I mean, this goes back generations. You know, mom and pop work from 8 to 12 hours. Then our parents work the same hours. And they never got a chance to really be, I guess, fulfilled, for lack of a better personal yeah. uh, terminology. We had to go out, yeah, we had to go out for ourselves and just solve it on our own terms. And now I would beg anybody i mean if i was really financially able or, you know when i get to that point which is shortly it's like i don't want to build a business anymore uh, you can have it knock yourself out go through the growing pains the rules the regulations like you said the structure the investment oh and then you gotta then you hope and pray that oh please don't quit on me oh please don't have sick days oh please uh uh, let me hire this consultant that they'll do it for free for me. If you want to go through that headache and get yourself gray hairs before the age uh, of 60, you, you look 48 and look 72. If you want to do that building your passion, then by all means, go ahead. Because you know what? That's like a, that to me is like a wounded deer. Because I'm telling you, these vendor sharks and these consultant sharks will see, oh, you want to build your own business? 
Yeah. yeah. They, they get dollar signs in their oh, eyes, man. Oh, man. Dollar signs. But if and you go they to will prey fr- upon you. Exactly. But to go to a franchise and say, Jason, uh, let, let's, let's do a little experiment. So I'm, I'm, I'm going to uh, be a person, Jason. I want you to coach me. So, Jason, hey, I, I want to do pomegranates with cocktail sauce. Jason, can you help me? No, probably not. Tell me why you want to do that. Well, it's a passion of mine because I love pomegranates. Great. Lots of people love pomegranates. So where do you see that in the market? Uh, I, I kind of don't, but you know what? I like pomegranates, though. I mean, I, I think people will like to. I see pomegranate uh, cranberry juice, pomegranate pie, uh, pomegranate uh, energy drinks. I think I can do something with this pomegranate. Okay. Okay. Uh, so do, have you written down a business plan and, and everything to kind of flesh that out a little bit, maybe test the market, things like that? No, I just figured I'd try to find people and advertise on Facebook, LinkedIn, uh, Twitter, and just kind of say, you know, give my story on how I like pomegranates and stuff like that. So I think that'll, that'll work, but I do need a business plan though. You're right. Yeah. So have you, tr- have you tried um, getting some interest on Facebook and, and seeing how that, that turns out? Uh, not necessarily because I posted a few and I got, I got a couple of likes, but none where I can sell my pomegranates. Well, that's, that's because I don't know if there's a lot of people that really like pomegranates or have ever even tried them. You know, I mean, I have some growing in my yard and they actually go rotten, you know, because I don't pick them fast enough because I don't eat them enough. Well, I think if I do it, I think people like pomegranates. So uh, can you help me find clients that people with, that like pomegranates? No, probably not. That's probably, that's not, that's not exactly the kind of coach I am. And that's not really what I do. But, but what if I were to encourage you to continue doing that research and do that alongside something different. Maybe keeping an open mind and trying something, you know, that has some structure in place that can be a vehicle t- so that you could actually have more time to focus on pomegranates for you rather than other people. Well, all right. I mean, I was looking for some services, but I, I guess you're okay. Uh, okay. <laughs> okay. Personality <laughs> B. Jason, you know what? I am a... Uh... I've been in like uh, sales of uh, consultative business consultation services for about six years now. But you know what? I really want to start my own thing. You know, um, I'm really good at sales. I built up a nice clientele. Um, and my personality, I think, is outgoing. And you know what? We own, I own this house. about It's about $200,000. Uh, my kids are all getting ready to go to college. So I have a 16-year-old now studying to be a – she's actually fast-tracked to be a uh, – college freshman so she's picked a manager uh, and I got a 10 year old you know she's not obviously going to college yet uh, but you know what I'm like 39 years old I don't think I want to be working forever um, I heard about this uh, coaching you know you coach people to get in the franchises I mean can you tell me a little bit more about that yeah absolutely and actually I'm going to pass this to Phil because you heard my coaching style let's hear Phil's coaching style I don't know I'm, I'm busy petting my dog oh. You're with the dog, man. Sorry, man. <laughs> okay. Okay. I'll take it. Go ahead. Okay. I'll, I'll just take it. So, so that's great. You know, most of the time people come to me, you know, when they are seeking those, those uh, alternative opportunities through franchising, uh, definitely help you out. Um, a couple of ground rules before we get started in, in, in okay. doing things is that one, I really want you to be able to keep an open mind. Because 95% of people that go through a business in this process, they go into something that they probably would have prematurely dismissed and they probably wouldn't have even looked at it on their own. 
And okay. that's because we're going to do a goal-based approach on this. And, you know, I have this acronym, call it the ILWI. That's your income, your lifestyle, and your wealth and equity goals. We okay. need to figure that out before we go on this process. And then, okay. you know, as we're kind of figuring that out, we can kind of decide whether or not it makes sense to continue on this path and work together. That's all right. That sounds, you know, that sounds good. It sounds like you're having a conversation with me. You didn't charge me anything off the bat. So we can get rid of that uh, stigma about having a conversation with somebody to just spark up an interest. Yeah. And so I did that to show how easy it is for both personalities. I don't have two personalities, by the way, but we can. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah. I, I don't want to hear about that. Yeah, not, not that <laughs> bipolar stuff, but. I did it to prove a point. I did it to prove that all it takes is really a conversation just to sit down and ask. I didn't cash app Jason. I didn't Venmo him. I did, he didn't say, oh, write me a check for twenty, two hundred thousand dollars $200,000 before I even get started with you. No, it was an easy and simple conversation to explore creating a future. It doesn't cost anything to learn, man. It, it, it really doesn't. I mean, you know, how colleges do it is beyond me. They will charge. Man, did you know for a college degree, I got all my degrees for, uh, I'm trying to think, uh, all three degrees, doctorate, master's, and bachelor's for $178,000. You got a deal. Yeah. Woo. <laughs> Woo. Uh, uh. Woo. That's a bachelor's degree now. Yeah. It sure is. I almost want to cry for these students paying these colleges to what, Jason, that's for free? Say that word again? To learn. <laughs> I, I, you want to cry? With higher education. <laughs> you really want to shed tears because I'm like, that's a bedroom house. That's a four-bedroom house you could be buying right now. That, that's a trip you can be taking right now. You know, and COVID-19 is, you know, these colleges are going online. Like, how dare you charge me $24,000 for a certificate? <laughs> are you insane? <laughs> and Absolutely. you know what? Here's the bad part about it. And a certificate that you may never even get to use. Yep. Because so, who knows what else you're going to end up doing. So, yeah, learning is free. But how do we learn? We start a conversation. It works for thousands man. of years. Beautiful. This will forever be known as the pomegranate with the sword episode. <laughs> yeah, I love it, man. As long as you edit out that uh, me eating pasta, I appreciate it. I have a reputation to uphold. Not, not, not sure about that. Not on your life. But anyway. Um... <laughs> okay, y'all going to blackmail me? I... Okay, that's fine. I thought but you were we my friends. Keep... We are best friends, best friends forever. Uh, we should keep this conversation going. We need to be able to kind of, I think we could talk about this in several episodes. I think that we could probably bring a few people in here uh, as experts. What if we, we did like a, a research project, somebody okay. that's working in their, their passion right now versus somebody that's working pretty good job, not necessarily their passion or business. And it's giving them that, that vehicle so that they can do, go do the things that they love. Maybe we can do something like that moving forward. We'll, we'll try to flesh that out a little bit between episodes and stuff. But what do you guys think? Up uh, for it. I think that's, that's a good idea. You know, it's, it's, we, we have to make people be human again, man. I, I think that's the whole entire point. I mean, you know what? If you want to sell a dream, you want to talk about a passion, a passion, just be able to get up 
at seven o'clock in the morning going running or going to go see the sunrise or going to eat out of a fancy cafe and not worried, having to worry about clocking in at eight o'clock. And that's priceless. You shouldn't have to put a price. Oh my God. Don't, 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 don't even get me started, but you know what? We're, 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 we're building futures and we're selling freedom. I mean, you know, what? Not, it's not even about the franchise. I don't think it, it's just about say, Hey, we have a way if you're willing to invest, <clears throat> trust me, the finances you'll invest today will give you even bigger finances tomorrow. That that's what it really and truly is about. And that's why I joined the entrepreneurship, uh, the franchise group, because you know what you have two. very rarely do you have two genuinely good guys that just want to see you succeed. That is the whole point of why they live and breathe because one coming from a military discipline and one coming from a corporate discipline, you know, you, you lived it, you lived it. And, you know, I appreciate it. No, see, we all have, we all laugh and joke, but I sincerely appreciate you all, you know, putting yourselves out there because you don't have to do this. Man, it's such a pleasure to have you. And gentlemen, we have to call to a wrap. We're at 10.59. I have a hard stop at 11. It has been a remarkably fast-moving conversation. The hour is gone. And I can't wait till our next episode where the three of us get back together. Erase that pasta. (laughs) Not on your (laughs) life. See you guys. Bye-bye. Next week.